before we begin today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the ihp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership welcome to the lovely new listeners and regular listeners today we get to talk about facing your demons the 5d self-empowered enlightened way as those who regularly tune in know the inspiring human potential podcast is here to help provide the keys to your growth you following your heart and we get to bring together the human and spiritual elements so we've been a lot a lot integrating the enlightenment 5d state of consciousness different aspects from the community that refers to ascension not only with the new spirituality uh, knowledge that we're gaining thanks to different types of leaders in that realm between Sadhguru, Kurt and also some Eckhart Tolle, Greg Braden I've always had on my radar but he I love because he integrates those human elements being somebody that is from the field of science he already began his contribution to our lovely humanities inspiring higher human consciousness with that element in mind so we bring all of that together and 
The Keys to Inner Growth is based on a mindset that I began writing about in the book that is not out yet, but also in the blog, which began this journey with Inner Growth Thought of the Day, Inner Growth uh, Word of the Day, and then and so we continue to use that because it is all about your inner growth. So inspiring human potential in general is about every individual's ability to grow. The spirituality, true spiritualism, talks about our consciousness, which is what we are, that's energy, breaking it down in our quantum physics subject matter people, but just when you think of life, it's an essence, you can't see it, so energy is the closest thing that should make sense to everybody, obviously we know there are a group of people, groups of people that solely connect to consciousness through their religion, and or spirituality so they use labels and those are the individuals who are staying in their adaptive child emotional response and so reacting with either a confirmation bias or cognitive dissonance that they don't recognize and what that looks like is a list of conditions that are based on the way life makes sense to them that they then present to others and usually in a charged state so we get to learn how to be functional adults inner growth mindset actually walks you through a lot of things that i'm learning about with the psychoeducation from the uh, kneecap and i you can go to the website they have a lot of classes courses for those who want to learn about trauma and the psyche and the body so our lovely psychiatry community has uncovered that what used to be the practitioners way way back when actually didn't help anyone to resolve trauma because trauma is locked in our nervous system and a defense mechanism which again can connect to energy ascension and a lot of different things our nervous system is like forget how said guru puts it but it's like a whole network which we already know all you need to do is look up the polyvagal theory doctor and start getting a hand on information of that and if you've had panic i've had panic attacks you get to learn about the vagus nerve and all those techniques that help to soothe our nervous system so the consciousness of us and the inner world of us is essentially connected to the body we get to learn about the body the heart the mind and here the heart is the seat of our lovely oneness consciousness which is unconditional love so being universal identity we're all human beings and we all have an ego the mind that's in duality that helps us make sense so the adaptive children they're in that state for they have yet to take awareness that their reaction is a defense mechanism that they learned when they were you know tiny because our first uh, default network or our only default network according to again the psychoeducation is established at our 10 12 months self for the ascension community unfortunately those who stay within the 4d station don't awaken to the enlightenment of oneness consciousness and realize that a quote-unquote dark aura and i say quote-unquote because once you understand that the ego self is not coming from some other realm doesn't have to that our lovely scientists of now actually can explain to you how our default network organizes physically thanks to our technology we have eyes we can see it now the quote-unquote dark dark aura is a person who has organized their nervous system in a way to defend them and this is me breaking it down simply because i can't and or don't want to lose all of their time talking about it but here demons 
uh, can connect to that darkness and what people who stay in the adaptive child response and are tuned into 4d or 3d station think of when it comes to humanity and demons is that there is evil as an entity and or thing and it's a belief i get it i was a child too once and you know got stories and i was even raised with catholicism so i have the knowledge of scripture but the beauty of accessing your intelligence of consciousness and then realizing as an adult from emotionally speaking that there's a lot of different subject matter experts there's a lot of books we can read a bunch of different pieces of information and when you bring together the human elements the spiritual elements so the human elements involve the science stuff is that's where it's tangible at this point in our lovely time in history as a species they're bridging together for a reason it's consciousness is energy so even the topic consciousness has been being studied so there's knowledge of telepathy and i'm a reiki master for example i help people when they're in pain or i even help them through reiki with other aspects to unwind patterns of trauma together as they pursue their personal development so it can be used for physical pain can be used for the emotional pain because reiki works on the different bodies that the aura is that a person and here it connects against the nervous system so a human being who didn't have a lovely home environment and they didn't get that soothe state they may very well be in this quote-unquote dark aura and have a behavior that is unkind and that those who are still in an adaptive child emotional response not realizing that all human all humanity has trauma and so that they're connecting it solely to their scripture and there are many different groups they have that belief that's their truth and they cease to see that there are other truths this is that confirmation bias you only tune into that which agrees with what makes you feel okay and what makes you feel okay is what your ego your self mind says ah that makes sense to me so the adaptive child doesn't see beyond that because they're already defending a further deeper wounded child that still locked into a lot of other things and remember we don't live alone when we begin life we engage with our first society which is our household so none of us have zero framework we've all been given a framework the transcending of it is every person's individual journey that they can do not everybody does but those who do get to be self-empowered and achieve this functional adult statehood emotionally mentally and here's where the inner growth mindset gets you to get there by not incriminating if you will our ego self our personality but by allowing you to create a harmony so getting to deal with the unknown unexpected uncertainty from within your heart your oneness consciousness gain visibility of it as you be the mediator the adult of your ego self you tend to those needs versus ask society to keep giving you the thumbs up of the approval that the nervous system fi wants because lack of predictability creates fear so you began getting thumbs up thumbs down anyways if you were already a person who was in 5d self-empowered enlightened this means you love all humanity fyi because you were already knowing you didn't need a thumbs up thumbs down and so anytime you did get that you kind of like, okay thank you no thank you like there's this kind of understanding about it but it didn't actually impact your self-worth you already knew i'm alive i exist i'm here you accept me you don't accept me choose and then we can go on with our merry lives 
very simple and that didn't change which is why those who are there love life love humanity and we see plenty of possibilities everywhere everywhere for unconditional love to be there because we're in equanimity so yes we do see the same things everybody else does but we are calm and collected and are tapped into our infinite higher human consciousness because we are calm in a ventral vagal state which makes us curious and which makes our brain function <clears throat> at its optimal best if you gain knowledge of your physicality people are selling courses for i don't even know how many thousands telling you that they're going to make you optimally intelligent what they're helping you work with is your actual structure if you stay in ego though you're going to miss out on the what said guru says the drunkness the wine right from within you the sweetness that you can do on your own which is the isness which is a whole amazing experience to have versus be mechanical and just think you know everything and you may be calm and collected but you know that coldness that is within you is actually accompanying every morning when you wake up so it's kind of like you get half of it it's much more amazing when you get all of it so the mind heart and body all together and it's like wow and it's not in a way again as a child like you don't know what's going you actually do but you're like mesmerized by all the opportunities you see equanimity in a way that is magical but not just magical transformational inspirational motivational you light up the situation you bring actual harmony so here any demons poof you're able to support a wide array of individuals to not be afraid and you can comfort them the way we got if we were lucky comforted by parents and you know at the end of the day when it comes to well-being mental emotional and humanity all they want to do is feel safe because our body our actual physiology the nervous system doesn't like the lack of predictability and those fear responses that dark aura isn't an evil human being who's out here to get you they're a poor person who was an infant who didn't actually get the ability to feel safe within their own body and so of course their neural networks develop to see humanity as a demon in and of itself and then everything else and this was a bit of an introductory particularly for anyone who's new that way they've left us if they're adaptive children and we can keep on talking those of us who are in that enlightenment space and know that life is a journey it's a journey that has duality and we get to see how to fill the gaps with harmony to bring those bridges to have it's not hope to know that we make a difference not only when you're vibing in enlightenment those of you who know that the map of consciousness you actually vibe once you begin being stable in neutrality and consistently getting to above which you do as you apply your inner growth mindset journey and lifestyle choices beyond that you get to actually become a transformational leader because you get to put your personality the ego mind the duality to the side and to actually share what is needed anyone who's having their own demons you're not judging them you're not judging if they're a dark aura or not you're not concerned with that because you treat others the way you would want to be treated and if they're unkind you understand and you simply find a way to be safe remove yourself if that's what has to be obviously we're never talking about anything physical because physical we're all running the hell out of there unless we have a freeze response 
So let me transition to seeing what I wrote way back when for Facing Your Demons, when I just began writing things with this inner growth mindset in mind. Here, okay, there are many things that play a part of working with yourself while getting through a moment when you're dealing with facing your demons. If you see the demon as something you don't want, an enemy, or something quote-unquote bad, this brings in a lot more weight to the situation, which doesn't help you gain insights from that life experience, nor are you looking for how to overcome the demon by finding your solution or resolving a hidden insecurity. If, on the other hand, you're able to see your demons as things that make you uncomfortable or contrast with you as a person, but that you can gain insights from, insights on your inner self, then, with this thought process, you'll be able to lift the weight in that moment which then gives you the opportunity to repeat facing your demon or demons until you've resolved it by overcoming the hidden situation that was causing the demon in the first place. Obviously, as you can see, I'm a very creative writer and I use the word demons to express a concept of those aspects that we find scary or unpleasant and that we get to work with on our own if we want yes you have a support but you're the one who can transcend the actual demon in and of itself let's see what exercises i gave some inner growth mindset tips okay so there are tips that can help you in those moments when you're facing your demons write about when and why this demon first appeared and what you can already see as the main uncomfortable points about it then write about how you envision being able to work with yourself to find a complete resolution to those points of discomfort. Tip two, list the demons you've overcome from your past so that you may look to them when you are facing new demons to see what you can apply from past moments to the new ones. This is where you get to learn about how you function at your optimal when you're uncovering your own personality so the ego self your duality things that you find scary or unpleasant okay so again it's figurative where anything that makes you uncomfortable some people never forget in college there was this one one girl in one of my classes where we were only giving presentations and so for as much as i don't do good in the examinations that are by voice because i'm not used to that my time friends are all awesome with that but i've never gotten used to it so i actually like the one time in college it was my master's where i had the oral exams it's like oh shit you know i i literally my mind went blank because i was not used to it and i'm still not used to organizing information like that i can write down notes and i do well with written but i don't do well on the top of my head with information and bringing it out anyways the presentations are different because i get to prepare so you get to prepare your speech all your talking points plus you have notes with you so that's already something that is easier and here's the first class for me in college was actually speaking one of them because i love speaking i love writing and i chose as my uh, 
academia was political science and then international relations and diplomacy so rhetoric is very important you know because politics talking to people right negotiation all that good stuff anyways long story short i realized in my <clears throat> speaking class because i got nervous like everybody does and yeah they tell you the chicken trick but it doesn't work or people in their underwear whatever uh, really it's actually rhythmic breathing that can help if any of you have been tuning in you remember the one ted talk video that is linked not only in the i did a teleseminar where i gave you the links to that but i've also shared them in blog posts before so the rhythmic breathing helps us to work with our nervous system calm us down i didn't know that way back then nor do i think that our lovely psychiatry or you know human sciences community knew it because it wasn't something they taught they taught the trick of look at the you know audience and visualize so they weren't actually aware of the importance of our nervous system to the extent of here let me help you unlearn or basically understand this is a hyper aroused state and what you want to do is get into ventral vagal state so that your brain is calm we weren't getting that type of information long story short again <laughs> the person that i was trying to mention they were an adult a young adult like i this was in my college so for my bachelor's it was uh, the third year of the bachelors they could not get through one presentation the entire class tried to every time they would go up because the first time they froze they were trembling like they froze they could not get through one presentation no matter how much we supported them in fact the last one i think they got something out but they were so they were so emotional so demons that presentations was probably one of these persons these people's demons i wonder if they ever were able to overcome it because they definitely were not able to overcome it in our class i think they passed but i think if they passed it was the teacher you know basically uh, trying to support somebody who has an issue with presenting in public and it's not to say that that person's ever going to need that skill they're going to college to get a degree but they may not choose especially if they get that overwhelmed however let's say the person did want to overcome that challenge today with the nervous systems breakdown and all the information out there i'm sure they have an understanding that can allow them to move beyond the shame one because it it's very much uh, a part of us the mammalian heritage right that first nervous system's response when the ego self feels threatened or in this case performance you go to school you know there are certain criteria so you know there's expectations and working with oneself is something that everybody can do but not everybody does and this is where we're going to talk about this so anybody who may have questions reach out if there's a specific topic you want me to talk about let me know i've been adding uh to our stuff our content um inner growth or inspiring human potential channeled guidance so they serve a specific purpose but i also have food for thought episodes that i've created so if you want a food for thought episode that covers something let me know and i'll and i'll do that anyways uh if you're looking to work with the emotions of you you want to really know that your nervous system is what's in the foundation 
and when said guru for example is talking about us tapping into our intelligence he talks about the four because he teaches from the yogic principles so this is where it's uh karma our actions karma means simply action whatever action reaction it's straightforward there's none of the way that it got eventually used okay karma action so your actions then there's I think it was nana for emotions yeah and then there's um intellect so the smarts are thoughts forget that one and kriya is energy now energy is your chemistry energy would be not only our chakra centers we have 108 chakras inside the body and i believe four outside or maybe it's 112 inside and two other outside so energy centers if we only think of our nervous system and our default network the psychiatry community can very easily share with you how we're organized from the bottom up to the from the gut to the brain there's 20 connectors just look up the polyvagal theory doctor okay and our emotions i only remember this because i have had panic attacks and have suffered quote unquote suffered dealt with is the better word of ibs for a long time and when i saw one of these documentaries it was just starting finally all this information to come out i was like aha okay because the panic attacks would coincide with the ibs stuff so i was like that makes a lot of sense once you can understand your physiology one that allows you no longer to have demons with it even though it takes some time before you actually are able to overcome the fear component and the time it takes depends on you how long are you going to work with neutrality when duality presents itself to when the reaction comes people work alongside others others work on their own at the end of the day thankfully we have people such as dr bezel van der kolk one of the books that you may want to look into uh, the body keeps the score the body keeps the count very great book i read half of it and i've shared it with you i think it was a couple years back i need to finish it but besides that the polyvagal theory even though that's more technical and if there's anything you want to do you know nicabm.com check out the courses they offer or even just their infographics and on youtube there's this great lady something nutshell and she's a psychiatrist i think and she makes these awesome short videos that give you a lot of information so today we have things that help us work with our body and that's the nervous system that i'm talking about and so that right there like the person who could not get one word out was in a freeze response she was thinking about performance and she was immediately um, getting more than just nervous when i was trying to share with you my experience in my speaking class so i gave the first speech because we we had to give four and the first one i chose to talk about my experience with scoliosis since i was eight i had a back brace and so children began to tease me about it and so i shared that story um the one that the regular listeners know about where uh, one of the kids she was a blonde kid I don't remember her name i just said she was blonde and she's spreading rumors that i was wearing a back brace because otherwise my guts would fall out 
and I went to the teacher who then made me give a presentation on my scoliosis which was not something I wanted to do because that just put me in the spotlight with kids that were teasing me I was looking for the adult to you know set them straight so that experience and I don't remember everything of what I shared but that was my first speech and I was very nervous inside I was you know as happens when you get anxious and when I was done with the speech our people that were watching us needed to give us a grade they, they needed to give us feedback and everybody talked about how much of a good tone I had so again as a person who was doing political science rhetoric very important for me to be able and clearly speak and speak well effectively and when I heard that I was like okay that's interesting because inside of me I was shaking the whole time and here is the thing from that moment forth I was now aware that it was an internal not external and that already put me if you will at ease and I didn't have the nervous system information had I had that I would have been able to work with the breathing why am I sharing this with you guys because if you allow yourself to pay attention to the information that you're given and remember that your inner world is not the outer world you will begin to be able and work with every emotion that arises and also the ability to create the difference with the externals labels of things this is obviously for the people who are looking again to be in enlightenment so you recognize when your personality when your opinions your your stuff comes up and it comes up strongly it's not about putting to the side your opinions of anything it's about being able to get yourself to where you want to be and in this case i gave you something practical but let's move to something more personal right because this is a skill set that is quite uh, at this point in our human species journey i'd say accessible even if it may be a bit cold it's still accessible to everybody to start learning about the nervous system the way we're organized and how emotionally speaking so this energy your chemistry whether you want to connect it to topics in the pop spiritualism and or the psycho neuroscience epigenetics they are both telling you and giving information on the same thing because our bodies are one thing guys uh, people want to differentiate with the narrative and they don't realize i'm a body you're a body and you want to call it you want to call it black you want to call it white you want to call it a color let's break down the color right because here's the part if we actually break them down they're vibra everything's a vibration everything's an energy i remember i was telling my brother-in-law about the sky and just using a random example of well you know we call the sky blue but somebody could see it as green because they're they don't have the the when people can't see colors right or they, there's a word it's not that they can't see colors they are i forget it in english and i forget it in italian anyways when you colorblind there you go they're colorblind so my brother-in-law intervenes and says but it is blue because it's actually a specific vibration colors have a specific vibration so if you go and look up the actual vibration of it it will be in that 
So it's like a note. You can't change the note, even though here's where people can, if we want, we can debate that, right? Because we chose a word. So we say it's blue, but it could be green. However, as he points out, the data, so the number, it's like saying one or putting it on your fingers. That's fixed. And he makes a good point. And this is the point that the adaptive child doesn't want to hear. They will continue to be in cognitive dissonance and deny that there are more than one truth. So here, our body can be spoken to you from a guru with a yogic discipline or the scientist from the neuroscience psychoeducation or even the quantum physics realm, which talks about the holographic principle. They're not one truth. They are pieces of information that are studying the subject matter called the body, which is our body, and then explaining to you so that the mind may understand. Demons are scary because they are unknown. A demon can be anything unknown, unexpected, unwanted. The initial reaction is unique to every one of us, and it will always involve the heart but not the oneness consciousness heart that is connected to the wisdom of enlightenment. The wisdom of enlightenment isn't light. As Sadhguru points out, when people begin yoga or the yogic disciplines that I don't know all of, but that I've gathered are divided into the different intelligences he talks about. So the uh, action, the emotion the thought and the energy and i say this because if you remember there was the one episode where we talked about the four yogi yogis that were lost in the forest and they were each of one of the four disciplines and how the karma yogi is all about action so he sees or she sees everyone as lazy you just need to take action for things to get done the emotional yogis are the devotees i believe in god let me go pray but they do some other he mentions something which i think is like beating the drums and so they're like why are they bothering with all this intellect with all this doing all they need to do is believe so it's like when somebody says oh let go surrender and trust divine timing people who are participant really what it is is you realize you're one with consciousness and, and I don't prefer talking about it with the whole creator in mind, but we can. It's more of cosmos and energy and intelligence in that form. Um, but the third one is about intellect, right? So they talk about gaining all this wisdom and how everybody's stupid. They look down upon every person. So the yogic uh, people of this are the one, because he's talking about like masters of these four disciplines. Then we got the energy, which is kriya, kriya yogic. And he's all about the energy in your body, which is essentially once you get your breathing down path and you actually transcend the mind, you do begin to see that we really can be defined as machines. You'll find enlightened people will start referencing at some point and or maybe from the beginning because they're enlightened by the time they're leading others and trying to empower people as your machine your technology said guru talks about it as inner engineering greg braden i forget what he uses he uses different words as he transforms himself and what i mean by that is he's adding more to his information bank so i remember starting to get to know him before he was into the epigenetics 
and now I see him knowing a lot more about epigenetics and he's transformed but it's still inspiring higher human potential so his teachings are amazing and watching him be able to learn more about how to support humanity's enlightenment is also amazing then we have like a Dr. Joe Dispenza who also when we talked about him and one of his webinars he presents the fact he's like god forbid right quote unquote god forbid this is him saying god forbid people don't have feelings and he's describing when a person is subject to their limbic system and when we discuss that i share with you guys be a bit forgiving with you because it takes a bit of time before you actually can disengage from your habits which are brought forth from your default network which was established by the 10 12 months self of you our demons come in time and so you know give yourself a break this woman for example in the myth it was a mythology class i love that class man <laughs> but the one that she couldn't give a presentation she was appreciative of the class supporting her that's probably why by the end of the fourth she was able to do a little bit and all of us felt bad that she felt bad and we all felt bad that there was no way to support her to be calm which is why today thanks to the neuroscience epigenetics and this psychoeducation becoming it will become more and more available unfortunately people label themselves and then they stick to that label but at the very least somebody who gets that emotional can know that there's no need to feel shame even though they will still potentially feel shame because they're not meeting societal expectations so in this case not able to give a presentation this is something scary and it's something uncomfortable and something that i can't do and only the person can actually bring themselves to triumph here's the thing though it's still scary and i'll use the panic attacks for example in my personal experience even though i have other people's experiences but first i'm going to start with sharing whenever i've shared my experience with people who have panic attacks except for the ones who are really really close to me so just random people that we're sharing experiences with they'll be triggered because i'll tell them how they it's not that i tell them i'm sharing with them but they're triggered because what i share with them is something they're not able to do okay and so i triggered the fear response the helpless because all of us when we're having a panic attack are feeling helpless and hopeless and powerless <laughs> which is very i don't laugh because it's funny it's that laugh like yeah it's 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 yes it's just not comfortable however one thing has become clear to me in sharing these experiences is that i don't feel helpless or hopeless in the same way these individuals when they're experiencing it not i never have like i've always understood i'm i'm going into fear mode obviously and you know right now i'm in fear mode like being participant it's not pleasant but it wasn't like i'm dying because dying means somebody's stabbing me or again i'm like in some physical life threat but is a panic attack is not a physical life threat it's an inner experience that's taking place so it's never made me feel afraid of it obviously it is a demon and i think that today you know knock on wood it, it seems no longer to be so yay <laughs> but to get here took the working here's the thing other people <clears throat> that will give you their opinion don't 
uh, you want to base what you do on what allows you to know that you can achieve independence empowerment and any person who is a true leader will try to support your empowering they will not as Sadhguru points out a guru doesn't tell you where to find certainty they don't dictate they don't read to scripture they are a doorway they are light and really any leader is looking to create independence it's like a parent that is a healthy parent right so somebody who's emotionally centered and stable and most parents they're all we're all one most of us are in that average they will look to create independence now those may be externalized so they're not really supporting you to navigate within but they'll still say work with your emotions work with your fears you can do this they will try and ensure that you are independent of them because the day they die they're not going to be here to tend to you they care for you what it looks like obviously again that's mixed right but long story short some people will tell you what they think you should do those are not the people that are trying to empower you one those who try to empower you are actually looking to hear how you feel you're going to overcome and that's why they're a doorway they get you to be curious about yourself your mechanisms your ways and it's also usually a mix of a lot of things when you have your soul group right the people around you that actually are supporting you with unconditional love so they accept your personality they accept your flaws you accept theirs that's the unconditional love nobody's telling the other what to be or giving them a list of demands that's for the adaptive children who are in a 4d or 3d station those are for the newtonian relationships those are people that stay in their ego and that's not good or bad they stay in saying this is right that is wrong and i only want these types of people and those are not good and this is this is not that station this is a station that leads you to an enlightenment of the fact that we are all human beings the universal identity we all have trauma we all have personality we all have ego and some people stay back to children the rest of their life and so no they don't know how to play nice <clears throat> or speak nice and they will justify it and it doesn't matter what side of the coin anyone who's even already just thinking that again that's adaptive child's talk because the coin is one and the sides are two and if you're in your oneness consciousness you realize that and that's not going to bring the support that inspires higher infinite human consciousness potential i'm going to lead you to stay in that same place now when sharing about the panic attacks and the working with breathing especially as i gain more of the neuroscience information and the psychiatry information which i did for the inner growth mindset not for myself and here i'm sharing the personal aspect because there are those who would take what i'm going to share with you as a as an offense this is where there's a lot of ego sensitive people and they think that presenting this in a certain way is what's going to create more empathy what they don't realize is that unless a person goes through something they don't know what it's like but they're also not trying to be mean 
And the reality is, is anyone who's a true empath, and when I say true, I mean a 5D, unconditionally loving person who doesn't have a 4D or 3D station, and so a person who does not have a judgment towards humanity or individuals when they act, a person who is not ego-sensitive, is what I'm talking a person who's life-sensitive, that's a person who, one, is in their ventral vagal state. They have complete and beyond self-empowerment. They have complete and beyond the narrow identity of anyone who will immediately react with their own ego. It's not good or bad, but the one who reacts is still in their adaptive child emotional response, in their ego. And whatever is said has just stung it. And they're not aware because they've justified that their ego is right and that other person needs to be more sensitive to them. And so the, these are the charge states that we're seeing. I'm not leading towards charge states. I'm leading towards universal identity, unconditional love, being able to see that we're all imperfect. And none of us have crystal balls, not even the ones who have what they perceive to be is crystal balls and yes i have my own crystal ball but i'm aware that my ego's here my personality my opinions and that that's part of the filter that is picking it up so before you can even think you have any clarity you must know your own personality demons are very important they are what trigger you and they usually don't have to be in fear the people who engaged with what i shared with them did not do so with fear they did so with arrogance and or anger frustration wasn't directed at me personally it was simply their fear they're upset reacting because in their moments of panic attacks for those who reacted with the frustration or anger they feel helpless and hopeless and what i was saying is something that is not going to help shit i'm going to say and i know what they're feeling because i've had them there was no need for them to get frustrated or angry but with the awareness that anything that is in that equation frustration anger anything unkind is somebody that is not mature yet emotionally they're reacting with their nervous system's response and that's where there's the adaptive child already defending something. So they're not well in the moment, meaning they're not sense of security. They've been presented something that makes them upset and the upset is a reason. And that's where it stops for the person who's in a place of visibility and you look to bring harmony, to disengage, to allow that fear response, which is gonna be in, again, an aggressive way to go not away but you disengage those who are ego sensitive they get into fights with each other and what happens is really they start trying to say who's right or wrong and they keep on going on a whole it's not even like yeah we i personally don't do that and anybody who's in an inner growth mindset is definitely not doing that because there's the visibility of the ego and there's the empowerment that you are aware of being able to achieve as well as the enlightenment and you practice the ventral vagal state and you also know the person needs to be left alone because they've just been triggered which means they're not at their optimal best right now they're in their fear state it's like the woman 
with presentations. It's not, she couldn't control that. There was nothing to control. And none of us could help. No matter how many applauses we gave, no matter how much reassurance as she's stuttering her way through, it was so painful and in a way that was sad it wasn't painful like oh my god no we all had a level of of oh my gosh just like how can we help her overcome this this is important so the part about those others who were like uh, one of the comments remember i told you about it was the loved ones like well you've got it all you've got money you've got this you've got that how are you getting panic attacks the comment was like how is this possible since everything's perfect in your life and, and i just laughed inside and like thinking wow seriously like do we not know physiology yet but they don't there's different people that don't they don't even believe it you present it to them they don't believe it here's the other part so beginning to take the neuroscience psychiatry classes more than the minority so the majority of individuals because i don't have shame and letting people know that I've, I've experienced and have panic attacks also oh, did you start you know they're always thinking with an opinion is what i'm presenting to you right now so for those who are looking to simply engage in the conversation you disregard the opinion as something that is a reflection right and emotionally you tend to making your awareness are you in neutrality can you be unconsciously loving and neutral towards people that have different opinions can you be life sensitive versus ego sensitive and this is one element very important for the regular listeners okay for those who get to the advanced place of the inner growth program this is where you're applying neutrality because now You've acknowledged that your first nervous system's response can still be societal engagement where you do want that thumbs up, thumbs down, or anyways, you're looking at it like, but you're, why are you telling me what you think? Why, like the people who were getting upset because I was sharing with them information of how I work through something that they go through, but they just kept reliving maybe their own experiences and thinking this isn't going to help me because the fear was already there. The help is hopelessness that is immediately a person in their one temporal junction right so the ego self remembers remembering its own experiences and you're fused with the suffering because our nervous system memorizes that uh suffering to help you to protect yourself which is why only if you work with your own body heart and mind do you move into this direction of one self-empowerment so beyond the self-regulation 5d your ventral vagal state you're literally working with physiology the ascension community wants to talk only about the pop spiritualism stuff which is why it's better to go to a sad guru and gain that level of awareness of your body because he gets you to become your own inner engineer and he doesn't talk about the nervous system or whatnot but at least he gets you to work with it and the other part if you really want to do anything is go to the updated psychiatry people so the neuroscience epigenetics those who are training on compassion uh, and again the website is nicabm.com b of bm of maria.com they have accessible courses when they're on sale there's some that are like 97 dollars learn about your physiology because that's what's at the foundation when you're facing your demons you're already in fear state that's why it's a demon in the first place so the 
aspect for when I was working through it. As I learned about ascension, since my first panic attack came around, when this whole 5D stuff began, anyways, that, that was where people would keep saying there's stuff that's from within you that you don't love. And I'm like, that's bullshit because I actually know what I do love. I love me for who I am. So the minute that you are a person who's aware of yourself, which either you've been your entire life, yourself is the soul. I'm talking about the heart of you right now. Not talking about the personality, guys. And nowhere near the personality. I'm actually saying, do you feel that even if you were a bum, that you would be neutral with yourself? Or would you be crapping on yourself and thinking of the people that you're making unhappy right now because you're not meeting their expectations? Which is a very real thing. Yeah, guess what? I, I didn't get two, two, two cents about what people... In the sense of I listened, I learned, I adapted. Didn't change my feeling about who I am. Luckily, I was introduced to God and Jesus who told me to love who I was as I was. Otherwise, it would have been a sin. So I, I was a quote-unquote good girl. I listened. And once I got older, well, knowledge empowers. And I was like, huh. Okay, so let me see. Here's where I see the inconsistencies. Here, 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 here. Well, I'm going to keep on unconditionally loving myself and figure all the other stuff out. I don't know, some other way. It's not really important. Because other people, unless they're physically endangering you, are not demons. They're just people. And the reality is the more they are upset, the less witty they are or smart. And everybody has a very specific pattern that comes out when they're getting upset. And if you take time and let them just show you who they are, oh, you'll know everything about the reactions. But here's the part. If you're life sensitive, you're actually going to learn everything to try and support their journey, to help them not be afraid, to help them not feel unloved, not the other way around, which is how other people who are in a 4D station talk. They think they're out there saving the world by telling people who they are, what they are, versus realizing that they're meant to, first of all, unconditionally love themselves, which means to respect other people as well. So here, the panic attacks were not part of what others defined, but you're not going to prove to people stuff. An empowered person isn't going to try to prove anything. You already know what's going on with you. You already know everything about yourself. Yourself is the soul, not the personality. Those tuning in here who know what I'm talking about, you know your soul. It means you know your heart. Which means you can maintain the ventral vagal state pretty good. It means you don't get into the ego and think in a way that is unnecessary, unkind, and not ideal for a person who wants to commit to vibing in that lovely enlightenment consciousness so really being a 5d oneness avatar consciousness accessing the unconditional love the rainbow body we've talked about that the isness the drunkness of life that will be the biggest gift that you can experience and it'll be alongside a sense of awareness 
of the consciousness you are with a unconditionally loving heart there are no demons unless you know again you're physically getting attacked the figure of speech demons and all the other aspects of the world that aren't perfect aren't being demonized by the 5d self-empowered enlightened person but let's talk a little bit more about the ones of our day-to-day experiences right so these panic attacks i worked with my physiology and then as the neuroscience information came about i was able to gain more visibility into my physical structure the ascension stuff didn't do anything except for present the same duality that other locking stuff up into boxes that's all oh astrology here astrology. yes i got it it affects but they weren't helping a person and they still don't to move beyond that to move beyond the labels it's if you start realizing that you through your own neural networks and your breathing and your physiology so you are your either inner mechanic or you're not explaining a bit of this to the people that were these people are in the 4d station that i was talking to about the panic attacks this is why i'm mentioning the ascension all that the more i was sharing the more like one of them literally is like no that's not possible that they were so angry at the at that statement because they were remembering when they go through stuff others very few but others actually like ah, okay yeah yeah and they're implementing as they implement the breathing and what i've shared like stop thinking of the peaks disengage from that stop looking at not to mention most people actually don't keep up to date the only reason they know of what's going on with the ascension is because they reach out to me every time they're having one of the moments is something going on and i'm like yep this is the funny part guys i began following resources because i realized that it was not just a coincidence it was actually the panic attacks happening and coinciding with specific earth situations but when you are in an empowered place you're not reading information to learn about yourself again your inner world self consciousness you are you have an approach of curiosity that is an independent assimilation of the information that you're reading 